This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The countdown clock is ticking ever so slowly as the running approaches, yet despite the beautiful weather over Mansfield over the last few days, the Stags are left with a cloud hanging over them following a Derby Day defeat last weekend. The 1-0 loss at Meadow Lane made it two games without a win and two without a goal. As injuries mount and suspensions kick in, there's an anxious feel about the final 13 games. Have David Flickcross men got enough left in the tank to make it over the line? Tonight, the Stags boss crushes all doubt as the Book of Dave gets a brand new quote. You never, ever, ever out of a fight until you draw your last breath. Whilst local lad and lonely Jordan Smith says the players are itching to recapture their best form. We've got to. Um, we've worked very hard this week and we've analysed the game last weekend and hopefully identified what we think went wrong and where we think we need to, well, where we know we need to do better. That's a case of the gaffer and you know Futch the assistant manager are going to be looking and making sure that we do all we've spoken about to to put it right and turn out a great performance this weekend and more importantly get a good result have your say on your team right here on the show for the fans by the fans this is the Mansfield Matters podcast it's time to get all the bitching all the moaning all the disappointment and all the blame out of our systems and focus on the final 13 there's a lot of points to play for if we're not careful and we define this game totally then you know if the season's over after that then you know we've all got a problem you know so you never ever ever out of a fight until you draw your last breath. And that last breath shall not be breathed until the end of the season nothing is won nothing is lost until the fat lady has sung all the i's have been dotted and all the t's have been crossed any more quotes that you want to throw in there let's give flickcroft a ring and see if he's got any more from the book of dave this is the mansfield matters podcast a very good evening to you my name is craig priest alongside me as always nathan edge and cam felton whilst simon mercer is of course at home with the twins nursing them to full fitness and nursing them to full health to cheer on and get a victory at last because 
It has to be said, the Sags are in poor form. Two defeats on the spin, two games without a goal, and a defeat in the derby at Meadow Lane, Notts County, getting what they'll see as their biggest victory of the season. Thanks, Newport, for bringing them back down to earth. Get all the bitching, get all the moaning, get all the hate, get all the disappointment, the anger, all of that emotion. Get out of your systems in the next hour. By the time we say goodbye tonight, we want all of that over. We want to focus on the final 13 games and get over the line to League One so we can all be galvanised in the division above. Right, are you ready for this, boys? We've got our tea. We're being superstitious. You may have noticed we've changed the layout a little bit of how we sat and what backdrop we're using. We've even done things a little bit differently because we have got no... Biscuits. No biscuits. We are desperate. We are. we are desperate for points. We are desperate for goals. Are you ready, boys, to get this alive and kicking? I think we need longer than an hour. <sighs> we do, but that's all we've got. We've all got work to do. We've got, we've got lives. <laughs> Come on then, Nath, I can trust you to start off without being too suicidal. If I go to Cam, I think it might start on a too negative note. So, Nathan, I'm relying on you. You want me too positive? Ish. I'd probably end this. End <laughs> Let's this, go uh, home right now. now. Let's finish it. What's going wrong? Unfortunately, it's a lot of things at the moment. Uh, I mean, Saturday, we just didn't show up. And a game like that, I know, um, I'd like to say we could say that at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world because we're still in a very good position in the league and dropping three points isn't in the world but it hurt because it was against our local rivals you know they and the, the the fact of the matter is the reason that they won the game is because they wanted it more and that shouldn't be the case we, you know we, we should have wanted it equally as much as them and if we matched that then we should have won through quality but for whatever reason we just absolutely did not turn up and that, it was a game that I want to rem- want to forget as quick as possible and hopefully that'll be by winning on Saturday I came home on, on Saturday woke up Sunday morning with a bit of a headache and sort of said is it Saturday because that felt like a dream it felt like a, one of those dreams which turns into a into a nightmare but it was real I wish it wasn't but it all looked so promising the first five minutes we, we were out the door and we got a shot off early fair enough it was just over the bar but we were getting there it's the same as Newport we started positive but then decisions don't go our way balls don't drop players lose focus lose heart lose determination and it was just like watching Newport all over again but worse but, but worse yeah, yeah. Definitely worse. it was definitely definitely worse uh, keep your comments coming in tonight really want loads of you to comment uh, tonight got lots to talk about as we say uh, Jamie has kicked us off tonight he says God how poor were we on Saturday no passion at all there was no fight at all it was the worst game for a long time uh, David says 2005 we last lost in the league to Notts bound to happen but we were poor Um Mark says, my worry is if the lads can't get up for a big local derby, should we achieve promotion? How much will we need to strengthen it just to compete in League One? We'll touch upon that a little bit later on. Uh, and Rob asks, where do you all rank that performance amongst some of our worst ever in recent history? For me, it has to be top based on the quality and money spent on the squad. At least Hazen Yedden away uh, was as bad as it was Um can sort of be excused given it had the likes of Tyrone Thompson and co in that squad what a horrible day that was where does the Notts County game rank in terms of Mansfield's worst performances because 
if we're being completely and truthfully honest, not County weren't that great. They were made to look good mm. by what was, to be fair to Craig McAlsmith, a quality goal scored by a top quality striker. Poor defending though. Um, but they didn't really do too much other than a couple of half chances. But we made them look a lot better than what we were. How? Where's? How bad is that on Mansfield scale? Where does well, that game rank? As think, Rob asks, I think that's the problem. They they didn't do that much, and they, so they weren't a great team. But the worst thing about it was that we were still worse. So that's how bad we were. You know, to we didn't have a single shot on goal, did we? On target throughout the whole. 94 minutes or whatever I don't know where we got 4 minutes from either but um, but yeah so that we were just so poor and you know it was labelled before the game by most sort of media outlets and, and whatnot of uh, the biggest derby day because of how much was lying on it you know they they're desperate for the points you know from where they're on the, in the table but so are we because we've got an opportunity because of the hard work that we've done in the first half of the South of the season we've got an opportunity to to go up and actually we had an opportunity to go top of the league that game you know um, we, you know, obviously Lincoln was playing later and then they dropped points as well we would have been just a week point run as well we, we squandered two chances yeah. in the last two weeks to go top so that's what hurts the most is the fact that it you know we, we've obviously enjoyed these last this, the last decade of uh, beating County and beating them quite comfortably in most games um, but when it really came to one that really really matters, we we didn't just lose from a you know a tight game and things like that. We lost because we was we just didn't show up, and that's the worst thing. Was that I feel like it was our own doing. Where does it rank, Cam? Your opinion on uh, on Rob's question? Where does it rank in terms of the worst Mansfield performances? It's it's one of the worst, but. I'd probably probably put it top five recently over the last few years because we've had some absolute stinkers. But brain I think tree. I, yeah, brain tree. Uh, it does. In fact, it's funny you should say that. It does actually remind me of. You remember when we were in the conference and we were doing really well and we could have yeah. won the league at Brain Tree. This is what I was going to yeah. say. That I say, and then threw it away. We yeah. won it up and threw it away. And let's just hope this is ha- this is what it's like. Let's say. Let's hope. I know it's a lot earlier on in the season, but let's hope not count me that we're Brain Tree at the conference and let's hope that we go on now and. Uh, I don't know what one match later on in the season. That's our Hereford away, and uh, and then we go on to achieve promotion. That's that's what I'm hoping for. I just hope it's not last day of season. Well, I don't well, care when it is. I'll no, take it whenever. No. It doesn't matter when. It, 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 the fact is that it does happen. Uh, keep your comments flooding. I will try and get to them as uh, as quickly as I can and try and go through them. Do excuse me though if I do miss some because on on sometimes becoming far too fast and my phone can't keep up. Um, <laughs> When did I get to? I got to there. Uh, Peter said, still not calmed down. I was embarrassed to have been a Stags fan on Saturday. Uh, conspiracy theory, too many ex-county players not wanting to take the points often. <laughs> nah, nah. I, I think can, sometimes I it's the it. opposite, though. I think yeah. sometimes you want to go back to your old club and... Prove them um, wrong. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, Simon says, evening, boys. Hope you're all well. Boys, say hi as usual. Just want to ask your opinion on Flickroft not clapping the fans and Bish only clapping Knott's fans. If you can't be up for a local derby, you don't deserve to play football. Let's start on that, the, the Flickroft one. Can Let's come to that. Didn't appear to clap uh, fans. I mean, I wouldn't personally, though, because I left as soon as the whistle blew. I was out and swearing and fuming and kicking whatever I could kick. Um... That was just people in front of me. Um, also, Nate were being kicked from pillar to post. 
I was doing the I was swinging my cane around I was fuming, fuming. Oh, oh, well, yeah. you started the riots did you <laughs> I Na- could have done Nathan, no, uh, Nathan on the way back towards train station oof it made me out tell me, the, tell, tell me that tell story me later. tell me later on uh, but what about that though Cam what about Flickcroft not clapping the fans I mean for me I, I think if you look if you look beyond that and look at his post-match interview where he said we didn't deserve to be clapped I think there's a little bit of Flickcroft wanting to get himself away from that and just have that minute or two to himself to get his head together and get ready to basically fight in the dressing room and tear into them yeah I'd, I'd say that's true to be honest because you've seen we've seen games in the past where it's not been good enough he's been booed or we've had the old Flickcroft out situation obviously end of last season got booed at uh, might have been Forest Green away last season so many different games so we're very fickle fans and this, this is something that all, that's always been true and We'll applaud them onto the field, but we we lose by one goal and it's not good enough. But heat of the moment, fans get agitated, and I don't think we were that bad on Saturday. As in the fans, how we reacted. I mean, there was some booze at the end, but that's just frustration. That normally I'm, I'm I get really frustrated with our own sports or, or just football sports in general because they are fickle, like you say, and you normally get a lot of abuse and things like that. But actually, I don't. Around me, anyway, there wasn't necessarily. Like, it was just more anger at how we performed, and it wasn't necessarily like there was nobody saying, "Oh, we're not, you know, Flickcroft's not good enough or anything like that." Which sometimes you get from supporters. And after the initial booze of frustration, we did. Most people were clapping, and you know, it's it sort of a bit weird doing that because it, everyone was so mad. But it's still that respect to, to clap. So I I don't think we're that bad. I just think he he probably did the right thing by probably just like you said in his post-match they probably didn't deserve a clap but at least we sort of did show a bit of appreciation although there wasn't much to appreciate I had a few uh, heard a few people and had a few people coming up to me saying about Flick, getting Flickcroft out and stuff like that I just I, I, I swore I swore loudly and then walked off because the mood I was in at that point I mean, this, this podcast couldn't have happened anymore because I would have been in jail <laughs> I was just no you have to look beyond that game and in terms of where we are which we'll come to I'm sure we'll go round in a circle towards the end of the show and try and end on a, a positive note but it's yeah I think Flickcroft can shoulder a, a lot of the blame for, for Saturday the system um, if we're going to dissect the game a little yeah. bit more he said last week in his press conference that he wouldn't play Turner therefore it would look like a new system lo and behold Turner makes his debut mm. he's woeful gets booked should have been sent off yep. costs us they rip us apart they you know capitalise on it he rushes McDonald back um, because he's a fans player is an impact you know fan impact substitution like Danny Rose is a fans favourite when you're in trouble you know you can bring him on and try and get the crowd going I think he used utilised that and a little bit too early and things just went wrong and he didn't he sort of almost went down that creek without a paddle but also maybe played the wrong hand a little bit do you think that maybe losing this week makes it worse the fact that we've had two poor performances in, on the go and I think it's been more than two <laughs> well I mean like two in a row because obviously yeah. I like lost two in a row so fair enough not that many fans went to Newport it was a good fo- uh, good following to Newport but it was another performance where we weren't good enough we weren't following chances up and everything dropped to them and I could see the exact same thing at County 
certain players being kicked from pillar to post, being nudged, kicked, shrugged off of every single ball. And you could see they came out with the bully boy tactics, 100%. They have to. That's that's yeah. what you do in that position. Exactly, and it worked, and it, it took our key players out of the game completely. Uh, players didn't get the service that they sometimes need. We couldn't do any of the the good build-up play because we were just getting kicked from pillar to post, and or passing it, it to them as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't even it, get I think it was just ago. poor overall. We can't really pick anything positive out of that game. I, th- I think the referee also Oof. made it. I mean, he was overcompensating for not sending Turner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Turner should have gone. I think there's no uh, arguments for that. But I'm never going to. Re- I'm never ever going to complain about a League Two referee again because he was supposed to be Premiership, and that, if that's what you get, at the, the top higher level, up you go. Yeah, yeah. then then I'd, I'd, I'd probably I'd rather look lower down because that was appalling refereeing. Every time we breathed, they got a free kick. Yeah, and and to be fair, I mean County. You know they played in they played into that and we played into the you know the referees well the county's hands because um, I don't know we just they knew what they were doing and we didn't we weren't smart enough to try and counteract it if that makes sense so but like I say it didn't that certainly didn't help things and um, yeah everything you can think that could frustrate a football match I think we had that in that one game keep your comments uh, flooding in as they are so far tonight and Barsby says calm down now but still seeing Bishop uh, pumping his chest to the county fans still gets me mad then running past 4,250 Stags fans and ignoring them uh, Victor says great point as well uh, we've come a long way from the days of Haslam let's not forget that we can and will do this but we have to stay with the team and manager great point it's very easy to lose your head when you lose two on the two on the bounce in the way in the manner we have especially with a not uh, a derby in there as well uh, James says at the end of the day it was a derby and over four and a half thousand bothered to turn up and support our team and the players not only didn't turn up but with the sounds of it didn't try um, again agree um, Mark says it stings to lose against anyone let alone county but if you've put up a fight, it's bearable. We just shamefully cap, uh, capitulated to a side not worthy of it. Still onwards and upwards. Uh, James asked, do you think we need to bring in another free agent, i.e. a striker? Uh, we'll come to that in a second. He also says, uh, Jamie sorry, also says, a lot of things went wrong on Saturday. We just weren't good enough. James says, it does seem if it's not going to be our way there isn't a plan B but when you look at the team we've had a lot of injuries and a few out for the season uh, Mick says County could have put a traffic cone in their goal on Saturday and still have got man of the match above any Stags player um, James says you can see how the games are going to pan out within the first 20 minutes if the ref wants to be centre stage and Richard says I think fans are a little bit silly at times keep your eyes on the bigger picture I said after I said that after the weekend that project promotion is about getting more points than 21 teams uh, and not about beating local rivals even if that's really nice and that's a great point for me to come to my next point on because on Saturday after the initial five minutes walking out of the ground and being in that moment and losing that one game my head started to turn and look at recent form and I don't know about you you two guys but I felt that we've been declining in terms of performance and energy and commitment probably since Carlisle away and my worry wasn't losing to Notts County because a team who's bottom of the league, whether it's your local rival or someone from 4,000 miles away, will scrap and will fight and will cause an upset in one of those games. It was bound to happen. 
But for me, my worry was more to do with the bigger picture. Have we got the bottle? Have we got the commitment and desire to turn it around? Because on the last couple of showings, I can't answer that question. I think I absolutely agree with that. And if you also throw in there the situation that we're in at the moment with the injuries and suspensions, I mean... You don't want to use an excuse, but let's be honest, right now it's actually looking pretty bad. Um, you look at the strikers that we've got available. <laughs> there's the, what strikers? There's, exactly, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's Walker and, and, and a Jose. Obviously, you can argue that CJ got up there, Granty sort of can do that role, sort of thing. So you've got a bit of flexibility in there, but out and out strikers, you've got two. Uh, so how are you going to change it from the bench and things like that? There's not really any options. Defensively, I, I, it's it's a mess at the moment. Ben putting Ben Turner in in a local derby like that was, as we've seen, was a massive mistake. Um, and I just what frustrates me at the moment is that we spoke about it last week and we did the poll and everybody said we should go four at the back. Could do that poll again later, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So yeah, we did that and it had hundred percent. You know, and we all said it here on the on the panel as well that that's what we needed to do. But we stuck with. It's like we're trying to accommodate and stick to what we know, even though it's clearly not the strongest thing to go. I, I'm for one, like oh, CJ, for example, he's been poor of late. But I personally feel because he's been played in such a different role for so long. When we do put him up there now, he doesn't. It's like he's been out of it for so long. He's forgot how to how good he was in that position. So, but the, the reason that's happened is because we've been trying to accommodate put other players up further up the top and we didn't need to do that Saturday we could have gone four at the back and tried something that we it's not something completely new we've done it this season and um, and, and tried that but we, we I don't know it's like he's too afraid to change it do you think maybe with the fact that we've got Ryan Sweeney coming back on not on Saturday is not on Saturday two game ban two game ban yeah. ten yellow cards two game ban I thought it was only one uh, nope. no what do you do now then <laughs> Well, we've there's seen, the question, isn't we, it? Yeah. We've, we've seen what's happened the last two games, missing key players, suspensions. What do you do? But the problem is as well, it's not about what you do for the next game, it's about what you do for the rest of the season because Matt Preston picks up a, a yellow card on Saturday, he then misses the next two games. All right, you've got a straight swapping Ryan Sweeney, but if you're continuing to play with three at the back with either Sweeney or Preston out there two key top class defenders who were sorely missed when they're not in the side it's the balance is out isn't it it's not going to end well and the thing is this is best case scenario as well because it's inevitable he's probably going to get his yellow card it could even get worse if we get any other injuries or if we get a straight red you'd still it could get so much worse and it just worries me at the moment and I'm, I've always been for one well, I've I like the fact that we had a smaller squad, but now I don't know. It's just it's. I, I don't know whether it's bad management from us or just bad luck. It's probably a mixture of the two. But it's looking quite desperate, and it, like I say, touch wood, it doesn't. But it could, it could even get worse. So how we've got to really have some plans to combat that sort of problem. Where it will stem from, though, and where it will grow is the word belief. Belief within the stands. Belief within the dressing room. Belief within the players and the management and the coaches which is why we've just published uh, our 
poll on our live our live feed. We're asking, have Mansfield got enough left in the tank following the dip in form? We're not looking at the Notts County game. I think we're all agreed on, on this panel and most of you in the comments as well that it goes beyond losing at Notts County. It goes losing at Newport the way we capitulated in the first half at Colchester, the way we lost at Carlisle, Yeovil. There are lots of games on that list in probably the last month or so where you can question our form and commitment. So think about that as a whole and when you're sending your answers. Um, Do you think Mansfield have got enough left in the tank following the dip in form? Yes, we'll stay in the automatics. Yes, we'll reach the playoffs or no we're gonna fall out of it keep your comments uh, coming in um, James says I agree. Uh, he says he agrees that our squad is thinning he also says we should drop 3-5-2 and go to a 4-4-2 uh, Gemma says has Bish said anything since the game wouldn't be a bad PR move to get him to say a few words and get the fans back on side um, and Richard says bands can go both ways though uh, you can't give it out if you can't take it and replying to uh, another comment about uh, fans banter between themselves. Um, I didn't. I've not really seen Bish tweet much, but I did see him tweet. I think on Sunday in reply to somebody, and he was talking about um, obviously wishing Notts the best for the season. Said that we weren't good enough, and the players know they weren't good enough. But he also yeah. said the, he felt the referee, as we've said, overcompensate compensated for the lack of the sending off. But do you think should the players be making so statements on social media for me? I'm not asked. The statement comes Saturday at three o'clock. Yeah, definitely. That's the be- that's the only way to do it. Show it on the pitch. Yeah, I mean we all love it when they're out there tweeting when things are going well. So, you know, it's um, <laughs> when things aren't going well, it, every, every things start being questioned, isn't it? So, all they can do, like you just said, there is go out uh, at three o'clock on Saturday and put things right, get back to winning ways and this couple of weeks couldn't be and put in a good performance obviously and then things be a lot more positive again yeah it's the, it's the only way to do it and we'll talk about um, players and systems and those who are performing and need to perform uh, a little bit more as well um, but let's see what the manager has to say this today has been speaking in press on Saturday after the game he was hurt angry disappointed and felt that the Stags fans shouldn't have really clapped the players off that didn't, they didn't deserve it he said in that press conference that he wouldn't accept it again a few people commented and said you know it was just hearsay and words but he doesn't show any emotion but for me in his voice I, I felt the anger and emotion has he been doing the same again today? let's find out let's hear from the Stags boss let's hear from David Flickcroft as he reflects on that defeat at Notts County um, and w- how the Stags can get back to winning ways here's David Flickcroft I was hurting uh, the town was hurting the supporters who, who travelled across the, the many numbers of them you know was hurting and I felt that you know um, Saturday night Sunday and then into Monday and, and then Tuesday the reserve game you know um Supporters, you know, letting me know how they feel, you know, and they've got they've got that right. I do, I do, I understand it. You know, I, I'm a deeply passionate guy, and uh, it, it does hurt, and, and it does hurt when you're leading that and you watch your team perform. Um, you know, 
with with no with no drive um, in a local derby, so it hurts. Um, but it's how long you let her affect you, and how long you let that last. Uh, and I manage, uh, you know, I was I was a, a parent, and you know, I'm proud of being a, a good dad. Uh, it's something that I wake up every morning wanting to be a good dad um, and follow up how my dad was with me. Um, and it's something that's really important to me, you know. And if they make a mistake or don't try it something, I, I then get on, get hold of them, educate them, um, tell them how they could have done it different. Um, if they're not trying at school, make them understand, you know, what makes you know what makes your life better once you get good qualifications at school. So it's very similar to how I've always managed and developed players. Show them what great looks like. Show them what you know to go, to always follow your dreams, but make sure that you know when you come off that path and come off them values, then get back on them. You know, there's a straight line to to values and hard work that that should. But people will veer off them, you know, and uh, it's up to me as a manager and leader and, and parent to then get people back on, you know, back on track and. Uh, that's what I've focused on this week, you know, making sure, because we're all hurting, the players care, my staff cares, um, I deeply care and, uh, you know, I've made sure that as the leader of that football plan that I um, remain supportive to them, um, given the tough love that I've always given, you know, make sure that they're... Uh, back understanding what being a Mansfield Town player means and what that value carries every day and, and particularly on a Saturday or a Tuesday when you've got an important three points to play for. Stags boss David Flickcroft there reflecting on the hurt following the Notts County game. If you want to watch that in full, mansfieldtown.net forward slash iFollow is the place to be. And as you mentioned in there, they might have a, we've been talking about bringing out the book of Flickcroft quotes, the book of Dave. How about Dave's book of parenting as a sequel in there? Uh, joking aside, though, you can still sense the hurt and anger in his voice. It is, and I think it comes more down to the past few games rather than just one because it is, it, like you said before, it's been more than one game this season where we've we've not turned up, we've not we've not performed, and and if you spend as much time on the training ground as what Dave and Fudge and everybody else does drilling the players on systems how to play and then they just don't turn up for the game what's the point in putting all that effort in during the week just to go and throw it away when it does count so it's more than just a, a, a player's pride that's gone from the match it's also a manager's because you've got more than just a match to think about it's that whole week of preparing the whole week before that planning so I think I think the players have got to make it up to, to Dave and, and show him what they can do and how they can perform. Looking at it in a different way, great comment from uh, Archie who's been in touch, Nathan, says that no plan B, uh, sim no plan B, simple. Poor recruitment, not signing an imposing striker is going to cost us on poor pitches. You need to even things out by emulating at the surface at times. goes back to what we are saying about the training on the grass situation, which mm. they are doing now, um, and obviously, you know, the, the Newport game and things like that as well. But what about that, that comment of the striker as well? Because I suppose when you look at things, if everybody was fit if everybody was fit yeah. no injuries no suspensions your imposing striker so to speak would be Craig Davis but obviously is, is out injured your other imposing striker in, in a way is, is Danny Rose 
again injured will probably come back towards the back end of the season but will be a totally different player in terms of confidence and body confidence and movement and fitness and things like that as well should we have dipped into the market a little bit more did we sort of put all our eggs in one basket in January have we made a mistake is it poor recruitment um, I disagree with the poor recruitment because we're all sat here sat here at the end of uh, end of January saying what a fantastic January I'd say it's probably one of the best Januaries I've had on record so I'd have to disagree with that however as we said at the top of the show earlier it is quite desperate at the moment the amount of players we've got out but you can't predict that the only difference is is that We've, you know, we've been missing Davis for a hell of a long time, so we should have probably looked at replacing him. Um, you could argue, argue maybe a Jose is that person that is, you know, replacing Davis. I don't know, but apart, even aside from him, you only really had Rose. Obviously, now he's out injured, but we didn't know that at the time. That's come afterwards, and then we've had Jordan Graham, who I still think would have played a bit, a, a big part in the last reign of the season, but obviously he's now out for the season as well so um, you can't see those injuries coming and then you, you you don't want to do the opposite you don't want to bring in too many players because then if they're all fit then you'd be saying well how's that going to go down in the dressing room because you've got to make that player happy you've got to make this player happy so it's a very difficult one to call and I don't know it's, I just think some of it is bad luck and maybe some of it is bad management I mean the, the injuries that we've got recently they've come on the pitch so it's got you know probably nothing to do with training on the 3G or anything like that. So you just some things you can't. It's out of your control. Mark says in the comments, a big intimidating striker wouldn't go amiss. Our lads have uh, have speed and skill, but couldn't pull the skin off a rice pudding when challenged properly. Absolute spot, and we do like that. It's a great one. I think you should send that to Dave. Um, <laughs> put it in your book of quotes, anyway. Um, we do lack that physicality, and we lack that that fight and, and hunger. But are we overlooking something here? Are we overlooking the impacts that the academy could play? You've got your likes of... you. Obviously, you've got your Jordan Graham who, who came through in the summer and obviously is unfortunately injured. I think, as you say, Nathan, he would have played a part. Yeah. But you've got your other players. You, you know, you've got your Jason Laws in there. You've got your other players. Fielder. Fielder, who's been... His name's been abandoned about again in press, I think, today by Dave. Lots of those who play in the reserve games as well. And he keeps a close eye on them and works with them and has been working with, with them a lot one-to-one. Are we overlooking that? In Could they play a part? Could that youth and flair give us the edge that we need? Someone did say earlier at the top, you know, again, at the start of the show, someone did say, do we need to be looking at free agents to bring somebody in? Whereas... I think right now, I, if there's free agents out there, they're probably free agents for a reason, whether it's injuries or, or whatever Paul reason. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, or wants too much money. Uh, great example there, Craig, well done. Cheers. Um, so I think they're going to be free agents for a reason. So I don't think, I think he, he, Flukov said a few weeks ago that there's just not the right person out there. So, you know, I probably wouldn't go down that route unless something miraculously happens. But, uh, or someone miraculously becomes available, I should say. So, yeah, I mean, what have we got to lose in that sense I mean it's going to be it's a big ask for them to come in at such a crucial time of the season and ideally you wouldn't want to be relying on the youth players to come in and, and step up to the mark like that but what other options have we got because we've at the end of the day you face facts we've got such a injury struck squad at the moment we have got a successful youth team out there 
let's give them a go let's give them a chance and then they you know you don't know how it could turn out they could really relish it and re- you know live up to it and we, you never know what happened you know you look back to all them years ago in 2001 when we got promotion that season how many youngsters we had in the team and you know yes that's a different era and the game's different now but you just never know what gems you might find in the youth team when you stick them in there goes back doesn't it come to what Stuart Watkins was telling us in the trip down memory lane uh, podcast back in the summer that's available on our website by the way if you want to watch that back um, thank you very much <laughs> uh, he was talking about you know the Im- impact which a, a collective bunch of youth players progressing through the system can have and working with a coach long term the youth team players the academy players seem to be working a lot more with Flickcroft now and, and working closely they've been training with, with the first team and playing against them playing with them doing shape work with them and having that time invested in them if you've got those three or four players who've made that step a la Jason Law I'm going to keep repeating his name because I think he might be a surprise package and come in and play some part and, and have a bit of an impact Alistair Smith's as well in, in there as well they could be the spark and they will carry that hunger and desire because they want to make a name for themselves and they'll have that belief instilled in them by working with the group on a regular basis it, that has to be a better option doesn't it than a free agent who has been out of work is therefore rusty has not is not really been involved with football much that has to be better doesn't it than someone coming in and just commanding a wage and just trying to get the name back out there and kickstart the career again when we have youth and we've invested in that youth well definitely and I think when it comes to hunger and desire and passion I I can't think of a better way of doing it than getting what 90% of our youth team are local lads Bansfield area Nottinghamshire area touching into a bit more Derbyshire as well but they're still local lads they're around Mansfield and you've got to think not only is it you've got to think if you are a football player and you're wanting to play football you're only a youth player and you want to play first team football how annoying must it be knowing that we have got a situation like this but you're still not getting a chance and I think there's a lot of them lads that could quite easily play at League 2 standard if, even if it's just coming on for the last half an hour or whatever but still being able to be part of that match day squad being able to make an impact because not only is that going to help them off the pitch but also on the pitch as well development as a player they've got to deal with the pressure of League 2 football that have have the skill to be able to deal with League 2 football as well certainly an interesting one certainly one which we'll keep our eye on over the next uh, couple of weeks or so none more so than uh, than Saturday let's go back to the poll earlier though and uh, close that off have Mansfield got enough left in the tank following the dip in form uh, yes automatics yes playoffs or no I'm going to go to Nathan first where would your vote lie I'm going to discount the third option correct let's take a hell of a uh, bad run to drop out but <laughs> touch wood that's, you know, that's how does that happen um, I'm going to Oh my god, this is hard. This is really hard. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna back because I'm gonna say top three. Cam, I, I want to say top three, but I suppose the worst case scenario is is playoffs. But 
top uh, top three's got to be the target. Well, let's have a look at those uh, results. 62% of you believe that Mansfield can stay where they are within the top three. 31% believe that we'll drop down into the playoffs, but we'll still have enough left in the tank. And only 8% watching today uh, think that Mansfield will fall and uh, not achieve their goal this season. We're going to publish another poll now, which is uh, going to tie into... Um, what we're going to hear from David Flickcroft in again uh, in a second. He's been talking in press, and a lot of people on social media, to be fair, have been dressing this weekend's game. Obviously, Forest Green at home on Saturday up as a all or nothing game, really. If we lose, we're out of it. It's season over. If we win, it's back on. Maybe panicking a little bit, things like that. Flickcroft's played it down. He said it's 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 not all about it. So we're asking uh, you in the comments. Uh, in the comments now to get involved uh, with this one do you agree with Fr with Flickcroft that the season is not dependent on Saturday's result to bring a bit of context to that let's hear from David Flickcroft again he's been speaking early today uh, where he's been talking about the importance of Forest Green on Saturday and more importantly bouncing back and adding another quote to the book Dave there's a lot of points to play for if we're not careful and we define this game totally then you know if the season's over after that then you know we've all got a problem you know so um, they're all big games I think we've we've played big games from the start of the season we've played big games pre-season to build momentum um, and we've just lost that momentum at the minute and um, that's something that we're in control of we've got to now um, find that mojo that we've had all season I look at you know, certainly our home record, it's one of the best in the leagues. The lads love playing at home. They love playing in the stadium for the supporters. Uh, we've engaged the supporters the last last game, the Macclesfield game. Certainly, you know, the second half performance, watching the the, the, the supporters engage with, with the players was brilliant. Um, you know, but we are coming up against one of the form teams away from home in Forest Green. So it's a, it's a clash of two really good football teams and... Uh, and two really, really well-run football teams. And, um, you know, um, I've got a huge respect for their management. I always have had. And, um, you know, we've got to make sure that we're representing our town and our supporters with with that energy, enthusiasm and quality that we have done at home all season. Saturday was a massive game, do you know what I mean? And, um, and we failed on Saturday. So... Uh, some supporters, you know, there's still 39 points to play for. So that's a load of points that uh, promotion and building a campaign is built over a full season, a million percent. Uh, I got taught um, you never have a fight, you never ever have a fight until your last breath. That's my way of thinking. You know, uh, you might get beat up in the first round of a fight, um, but you might win it in the last round. So uh, I completely disagree. Um, with that if some supporters are saying that and uh, you know they've got every right to say that uh, but I've been taught different you never ever ever out of a fight until you draw your last breath great words from the great David Flickcroft there the great inspirational David Flickcroft you're never out of the fight until you draw your last breath talking about whether the Forest Green game on Saturday is all or nothing what do you make of it Cam obviously you can still feel the pain, you can still feel the hurt a little bit, but you can also sense the focus and the importance of not letting everything get on top of you and just re-going and recharging your batteries. Well, yeah, definitely. I think 
with the fact that it's now been two losses in a row, two quite poor performances in a row, I don't think Dave will have let the players slack in training. I don't think they'll have let them slack in anything this week. And I don't think Dave will expect anything other than a win on Saturday. I think when it comes back to performance, I think he'll expect top performances from everyone. Whether that, whether that's a player on the pitch, whether that's a ball boy, whether that's a fan, he'll, he'll be wanting a top performance from everyone. Play, fans need to be passionate, support the lads. Uh, players need to play for the players, for the fans. Need to play for them and and prove they can do it. And prove that Notts County and Newport were just blips, and actually we can get promotion this season. And I don't think Dave will accept anything other than that. Get involved uh, with the live poll. Do you agree with Flickcroft that the season is not dependent on Saturday's result? Not dependent on Saturday's result. Yes or no? Are your options? Get involved uh, with that. James says no, it's not. But when? But when does the results start to matter? We can draw if a draw is a good result. Uh, but we have to win end of or we will drop out of the automatics in the playoffs or a lottery uh, Mark says I take a scrappy 1-0 win Saturday it's not about playing well these last 13 games it's about winning if we're willing to fight for it we will come through uh, Peter says our form since Christmas has been very patchy and we need to get back to our football our best football quickly uh, which is a great point for me to come to you Nathan how do we get back to uh, playing to, to our best football? All things considered, we've got a hell of a load of injuries. We've got suspensions. We've got suspensions in waiting. We've got unfit players. What does Dave need to do? Where oh. do Mansfield change their fortune? Well, that's a big question, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, I think uh, both we all wish we had the answer. And I'm sure Dave wish he had the answer as well. But um, I think it's just we just got to try and change something at the end of the day we, we, we can't go in the same as the last two games because it's likelihood that if we go in with the same attitude same application uh, the same thing is just going to happen against the Forest Green team who's very good away from home so um, it's a big game I don't want to big it up too much because um, it's not the end of the world if we do lose but I'd say it's a bigger game than Notts County because of where the two teams are in the, in the league. Obviously, it's not a derby, but we're getting to put the stage now where the points matter, and this really is a six-pointer. So um, it's it's a big game in that sense. And I think all we can do, we just have to get a bit of confidence back into us, get players in their familiar, strong positions. So don't put CJ Rowling back. Um, <laughs> and try and get them confident again. Try and sort of uh, get those main creative players on the ball and try and make things happen get them moving don't let them be, become statues and fight that's all I think you can do just just no matter what get stuck in and I think if we what we sort of need at the start of the game on, on Saturday is probably one of our players just to fly in and, and smash a player in a tackle obviously but that's what the fans are going to want to see and if we see that it's going to lift us and hopefully lift the players up. If someone gets sent off on Saturday, I'm 100% blaming you. <laughs> me too. I'm not going to lie, me too. I said smash and get the ball. So it's all no, right. You said I, smash. I can't remember you saying win the ball. In yeah, my head, I never said ball. Well, whatever, I'm adding it in there now, just for the disclaimer. Uh, but no, I just think we just need to be 
just fight for it get up to the fight because that's what we've lacked in the last couple of games so the fans need to see that Rob says I went on this website I know there's still lots of ups and downs and shocks to come but it's a final league table predictor based on how you think games will go I thought I was being generous with our result predictions but still came out with us finishing fourth which made me realise our rivals seem to have easy runnings on paper worth having a go just to see what everyone comes out with for a bit of fun do let us know how you get on with that one uh, Peter says we missed Hayden White big star completely agree his yep. pace down that side when you have pace down both wings it really does does show and when you're missing one side you do get imbalanced uh, Callum says um, I think it's traditional I always start reading a comment and then another one comes in mm-hmm. uh, I think it's traditional that was to do it the Mansfield way definitely think the MK Dons game will be the decider it's written in the stars yep. uh, yeah. Callum say, uh, sorry um, Ant, uh, Ant says can't understand why you're saying bad management the gaffer knows what it is to to get us up 39 points to play for why bring a player in when we've got a lot of good youth players that's why we have a good youth set up and some great youth players who are trading with first with first time first team uh, the gaffer will sort it we will go up in top three other teams will slip up we just need to win our home games and pick a few up away we won't play like we did against Knots Knots again the players will be up for the fight don't knock us down everyone is a manager at the moment let's see uh, where we are come May um, yeah. I know. Uh, I, I know. Uh, some commas, some punctuality would be great. Um, I agree, um, and we're not. I don't think. I don't think anything we've said tonight is is knocking any of the players what down. We said, really. Well, that's it. Youth team. Anyway. I think we've. I think we've been very positive with the youth team. I think we've said we always have been. Use <laughs> that. Um, use that youth and hunger to to get in there. Um, like I say, it's everyone do does. I agree people do become managers because football managers are an addictive game um, it's yeah. a game of opinions isn't it and, football uh, is a game of opinions as you say so if you, you've got it well, you know, we're here to have opinions that's what this the show comments for. are coming in are opinions and you could argue that's everyone being football managers which I guess yeah because that's what a manager's doing is putting his opinions to put his team out there so um, it is like that but yeah, I don't know. We are fully behind Flickcroft yeah. and the players. We want this to be a podcast talking about League One football next season without us changing clubs. So, you know, we... <laughs> Which won't be happening. Exactly, no. never. This is Mansfield matters, not anything else. Um, so we're fully behind it. We're just playing devil's advocate which you have to do sometimes to garner a discussion in the first place. Uh, let's have a look at those uh, results earlier. Oof. Very tight results uh, on this on the second poll, which is: Do you agree with Flickcroft that the season is not dependent on Saturday's result? Fifty-five percent agree with Flickcroft, and forty-five uh, think that the game is dependent on Saturday's result. I would, if I was Flickcroft, I'd politely ask those forty-five percent to not bother turning up Saturday. Uh, Mark in the comments says: Isn't this just all the stags' way? Every season's like an episode of EastEnders. Will we ever do it the easy way? No, this is the Mansfield Town way. I wish we would. Uh, no, it'd be oh, yeah. nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. But then, what would we talk about on a Thursday night at six thirty? Winning. Uh, well, that'd be yeah. well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Craig's tea. No one wants to talk about that. Uh, Victor says we need to make sure we don't uh, slate the players if a pass goes astray. Completely agree, and I think what we need is we need players who understand what the cause is about, understand what it feels to be a local, and support the club throughout 
the ups and downs and one person who does that even though his parent club is not Mansfield Town and it's Nottingham Forest is Jordan Smith born and bred in Kirkby lives in Kirkby knows lots of people in Mansfield and has followed Mansfield for many 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 years and seasons let's hear from him and find out what he's had to say this week and he was asked um, if the players would be channeling their frustrations and their aggressions like we've got into that fixture against Forest Green here's what he had to say Absolutely, I think we've got to. Um, we've worked very hard this week and we've analysed the game last weekend and hopefully identified what we think went wrong and where we think we need to, well, where we know we need to do better. That's a case of the gaffer and, you know, Futch, the assistant manager, are going to be looking and making sure that we do all we've spoken about to, to put it right and turn out a great performance this weekend and, more importantly, get a good result more frustratingly I think my best two performances have come in the last two games where we've lost 1-0 so that's um, that's a frustrating one person on a personal note however I know what I've got to do you know my job doesn't change and whilst I'm not content and we're always looking for the extra 1% 5% 10% whatever we can get out of it I'm I'm doing the exact same in terms of on a personal level proving what I can do but then more importantly as a contribution to the team you know there was no secret around we're a good footballing team and you know even on Saturday even though it was in short spells and not very often we showed that when we move the ball and move the ball at speed I don't think there's going to be anyone in this league that can live with us so it's important for us now to make sure that we do it more often <laughs> show more of it you know and get the success that it brings and ultimately that starts with me you know ball at my feet or in my hands and and distributing it well and and starting the attack and being the first wave of the attack. It's a little bit of a weapon of mine, especially my throwing arm. It's, I think I've thrown it over the halfway line um, once a game I'm averaging, I think. So that's just something that I've looked to do and something that the manager's encouraged. You know, if I get the ball, if I come and take a cross or from a shot, whatever it is, you know, we've got the attacking flair and we've got the boys with the pace where, you know, just set them free. Just let them go and express themselves and... You know, as I said before, I'll try and keep the back door shut and let them let them go and take care of scoring the goals. You know, I think we've got to ultimately know where we where it is that we want to go, and I think we're as the weeks go by, we're knowing more and more what we've got to do to get there. And I just think we need to, you know, come together as a squad, maybe manage games a little bit better in terms of not being figured out, or if we are figured out, then you know changing it a little bit and doing it for ourselves on the pitch to to show the ultimate respect to the manager because you know he sets us up brilliantly and then gives us the freedom to go and do it so i think that's something that we really have to you know push on with the with the running stag's goalkeeper jordan smith reflecting uh, on stag's going forward this season do you know what he makes a good point in there and i just want to clear something up we're talking about the 55 45 i made a comment in jest there about staying away you know i'm joking that's obviously a joke because what we need to do is unite together and that's exactly what jordan smith has said i think what we're feeling at the minute is a lot of anger and a lot of disappointment because we've tasted and we've seen and we've had that glimpse of how good we've we've been but because we're Mansfield Town fans, because we've lived through years and years of disappointment and upset, good things don't come along too often. And I think sometimes, Nath, we're scared of slipping back into that into that mindset, aren't we? We're scared about being bitten by the snake of the past. Well, I think the problem is as well, you just look at last year 
I think we don't want to repeat of that, do we? You know, we, last year we got ourselves into a fantastic, fantastic position, and then for obviously circumstances that have, you know, completely out of control. Um, but you know, we ended up as other supporters would call it, bottling it. And uh, they're all saying the same thing this year. They all think we're going to do do the same, and uh, we just don't want that to happen. Not you know, not what not just we still want to be right. We just don't want that to happen because we put. We've had so much positivity this season. We've done so much work and so many things have been looking on the up and looking at the going places. Um, you know, I feel like we we deserve well, deserves a strong word because we, you got to do it to the end. But you know, we deserve some success. So I just don't, we just don't. None of us want to see us blow it. That's as simple as that, isn't it? Shirley says uh, in reply to uh, Peter's comment if we lose Saturday the fans will turn on Flickcroft just look at the abuse towards CJ and a Josie I don't get that I don't I don't even Bishop even Bishop abuse, yeah he's, he's getting a little bit it's there's a lot of frustration in there isn't there there's, there's a lot of annoyance but I don't know about you two but it just feels like we're imploding a little bit now and even and we're third yeah we're third in the league <laughs> yeah it's Go down A60 and see where they are. Yeah, <laughs> we could be a lot worse off. We could have not have a club. We could not have a game to go and watch Saturday. We could be, we could be anywhere. It's just I don't know. It's, it's very frustrating. It is, and I think it all comes back to the fact that everyone's everyone's a critic, and if you don't like something, then someone's going to moan about it. If they don't like what you've said, they're going to moan about it you can never win and I suppose that's the same with what Flickcroft's doing if he sees right we're going to play this way and this way if the players don't do that then Flickcroft's going to moan which the players are then going to moan back and then you're going to get a clash of heads which is then going to call fans to get on top of players and managers which will make them fall out with each other and it all snowballs and it's all down to opinion this is what I want this is what I want don't agree it don't work and but he's I, done so. I mean, next week will be a year since he, he took charge, and he's done so much work to remove that from the dressing room. We've got to remember that and appreciate that, and you know, hone on that and just change our approach a, a little bit towards it. One losing two games on on the spins, not the end of the world. We're not the worst team in the world. We could have lost two games on the spin in September and then capitulated like another team, and then our only crowning glory in the season. <laughs> is beating our rivals it could be a lot worse I, I, I our chairman could be posting pictures on Twitter yeah bless don't do that John <laughs> <laughs> don't even know Johnny's like no let's get, move on um, no, so, <laughs> I, I think some ways what's probably going against us right now is the season that we had up to sort of January only losing sort of one game and going on these unbeaten runs because we're not used to losing it, and I don't mean that in an arrogant way but it's just the season we'd had up to that point and that's what got us into the position that we're in yes we had a sticky start where we was uh, drawing a lot of games but the runs we went on where we was not losing games was incredible but now all of a sudden we've, we've hit this patch sort of after Christmas time where you know we lost a couple of games on the trot with Carlisle and Yeovil or some, there was two anyway in a row somewhere and then yeah. obviously we've done two in a row again we just I, I don't know I, I, did our expectations levels go up a lot because we was getting carried away with winning possibly um, is it we just don't want us to see us lose the hard work we've done probably as well so 
I don't know I think we just need to remember that there's still 13 games left that's that's a lot of points up, up for grabs and no matter what there's always every single season there's ups, um, ups and downs towards the end of seasons other teams come out of nowhere some teams drop out it's just football it's how the leagues work and we just got to be positive I think we've got to galvanise ourselves Bing, bing. Solidifies ourselves on the bing, 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 bing. Be a bit sponges wow. taking bing, bing, the, uh, bing, bing. <laughs> the information and uh, go out there and cause death by a thousand cuts. That's what yes. I'm going to do. I don't even... I'm not trying to put a negative spin on I don't even think that it's with playing badly. I think it's the fact that we all, every single person in the ground, whether that's ground staff, whether that's players, whether that's fans, management staff... Uh, all the way up to the boardroom we all want the same thing and that's promotion at the end of the season and I think I think it's the fact that we've got so worked up that we've lost two in a row and it's the fact that we've lost the derby I think if this had been any other game I think it'd be like oh it's 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 a blip but I think it's because it is the Nottinghamshire derby that we lost don't, don't get sucked into and the, into, and the ma- yeah exactly don't get sucked into it all just think where we were this time last season who we was under and what happened last season we don't want that again so we've got to support Dave we don't want Dave walking away no so if Dave walks we are well and truly screwed because there's a lot more than just the first team and the way we perform week in week out there's an infrastructure there's a lot of planning which has gone into the long term vision there's a lot more to it and in a way it's like when you cherish something for, for so long when you've been in a maybe like a relationship for a, for a long term you you get comfortable you 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 know you you do the same things you you become comfortable in your bubble and sometimes you take your eye off the ball and then when you do all of a sudden and you've lost something you cherish and they're not around anymore and you look around and you see empty spaces and things start going against you and you see them moving on and doing different things it hurts and you wonder if you can get back on track but then all of a sudden light appears and you do it's just about whether you believe that you can do it or not things have changed for for Mansfield over the last couple of weeks they've gone away from this shiny training complex where they've been in this bubble and they've been promised one thing and then delivered another because the pitchers haven't been ready they've had that to deal with they've had long-term blows Bobby Lesnick, Hayden White, Danny Rose, to the extent Craig Davis, Jordan Graham, all these players on this mounting list and the physio's room is busy all of a sudden and there's less faces around training and there's so many things and so many factors and then the cards come in, come into it and the boiling point of the pressure pot just gets a little bit more and it gets a little bit tight and all of a sudden there's more anger, there's more disappointment and there's more... Uh, every blow which comes in hurts a bit more and every time they fall it takes a little bit longer to get up and then every the walls seem to be closing in but there's no reason why that can't stop and it starts again anything can happen it's not like we've got one game to go is it it's not like it's all or nothing there's still a long course and many twists and turns to go and for me the way out of it for me is new shape new style and above all else everything that has come until now and this is why at the top of the show in the in the intro I said about the bitching and the moaning that stops either now or the minute you set foot at the one core stadium on Saturday whether you think we're going to bottle it whether you agree with Flickcroft that it's the 
be all and end all or whether you know you think it's automatics playoffs or league two again for another season whatever you think whatever you feel stops on Saturday as soon as you set through the gates of the one core stadium because the one thing which is going to count in our favour is the fact that we're united in pursuit of one thing Nath that's the thing isn't it it's all about drawing a line starting again as a fresh one game at a time yep that's all you can do get maximum amount of points you can obviously that's what you go out to do try and do and uh, you know you can't do anything about the other teams around you they'll go about their business some will pick up more points some will drop points that's just how football is all we can do out there is, is it's, it's one of those cliches isn't it but you go out there and take every game as it comes and uh, you go with the tools that you've got available and you go with your attitudes and you try and prepare right for it and you just go out there and take it as it comes and uh, as long as we give 100% you know, I think we're mathematically math, 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 safe now, so it's not going to be. All, 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 all. <laughs> we're not going to so, end up with the conference. So yeah, just go out there, and uh, you know, I just think we we've got to remember the first half of the season. We we don't want all that hard work to just come undone. So let's go out there and, like you say, with a bit of a new attitude, new have a bit of a change of things, and go out there and just take every these thirteen games, every one can make it a massive one or whatever but just go out there and give it give it what they've got there's That's the problem there's the problem the fact that the hype machine goes into overdrive at this stage of the season it's one game in a game of 46 it's, it's not the biggest I think in a way maybe we got sucked into that a little bit at County on Saturday the biggest local derby no it's just a game of football one team wants it more than the other and, and that was the problem yeah and we got sucked in and that's where the confidence the anxiety and all of that crap got thrown into the pot one team wanted it more than the other and we've just got to ask ourselves do we want this game every single game whether it's Forest Green at home on a Saturday Crawley away on a Tuesday night MK Don's last game of the season whenever or a reserve game against Doncaster which we've not talked about um, do we want to win this game do we want to go and get something from this game the thing is well you look at Saturday for example when that full time whistle went you had the four and a half thousand Mansfield Town fans who at that moment in time probably felt like the season was over and you had the opposite side of the stadium who for they're safe and well Tuesday night they got brought right back down to earth by getting pumped by Newport and they're not saying that as much and let's just hope when Saturday comes around all those that thought that think our season's over we win and think well actually no it's back on track anything can happen in the space of a week I'm or gonna, even a few days I'm just, I'm just thinking about that that game on Tuesday night was it the fact that we, we were really poor on Saturday to lose to County or was it the fact that we did relatively alright to Newport to restrict them to one well it's that's it. it it's the way you look at it is the glass half empty is the glass half full it's or what a podcast of motivational know, speeches. It is. I think we should quit our jobs and become motivational speeches led by Dave. I'm going to end on these two comments because it's the way to do it because I feel we, we're getting somewhere. We're reaching that peak now. We've almost come full circle. Jamie says, let's all be positive and we will win every game until the end of the season, I hope. Uh, and Jason says, after last season, can you blame the fans' reaction? And there's my point. No, I can't blame the fans' reaction. And I don't for a second because, like I said earlier, sometimes we have that fear of flying too close to the sun that we're going to get burnt. But the key word in that statement and the key word in that comment is the word last. Past tense. 
it has gone it is behind us the only thing we can affect is going forward that's the only thing we can do we all have things in our personal lives that we wish we could go back and change I'm sure Nathan won't mind me saying that he wishes he had his eyesight so he could look at our ugly camis every week no, I'm, all right, thanks. I'm sure Cam would say you know yeah he's swearing off camera <laughs> I'm sure Cam would say if he could go back in his life he would not turn up the day he met me I'm sure he'd say that I'd say the same there are numerous <laughs> things that I'd, I'd say and I'm sure it's the same for you guys at home but the fact is they're all in the past and no matter how hard we try we cannot change what has happened in the past we can however learn from it and go forward and make a difference going forward look around this room if you're watching on the live feed if you're not and you listen to the audio version sorry Dave, that's a bit harsh on you <laughs> I'm sorry uh, look around this, this room we are not here to sit here every week and slate the players there are it bleeds amber and blue some would say it's bad on the eye so it's probably a good thing that you, you can't see Nathan um, everything is stags this Mansfield Town that whether it goes back to the days of Billy Dearden as a manager or Reese Day running down the pitch or Neil McKenzie in his, yeah. in his prime or whether it's a rug we all bleed Mansfield Town and we all want Mansfield Town to succeed and I can guarantee one thing when we get to the one course stadium on Saturday we won't care about losing to Notts County we won't care about losing to Newport or whoever we'll care about beating Forest Green getting three points on the board and hopefully touch wood going on to achieve our dream of promotion get down there get all the anger get all the hurt out of your system I have I think this has been really productive for me I think this has been a therapy session I do feel better I feel galvanised yes thank you very much for watching thank you very much for listening Uh, if you want to get involved with next week's podcast join us on facebook.com forward slash MTFC matters next Thursday at 6.30 if you've been listening to the audio version of this uh, come and join us in the live feed and get involved with the comments don't forget Saturday under 18s I thought you were going to plug your own thing then I'm going to stop you but well done under 18 teams do go free as Cam has rightly said if you've got an under 18 let's get there let's fill the mill coin another saying let's support the boys because we are on the cusp of something good we know that we've got those little niggling doubts in the back of our head that we've been burnt too many times before but I believe and I have done since day one and I will and I will do until to paraphrase David Flickcroft I take my last breath I hope that's not for many 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 moons to come but you never know. Yeah. <laughs> that almost ended on a negative note. Welcome to the death cast. <laughs> that's not what I'm aiming for whatsoever. Get yourself to the one core stadium on Saturday. Back the boys. Let it all go. Leave it all at the gate. Leave it all in the house. Kick the cat. Swear at the dog. Do whatever you <laughs> need to do. Don't come down out of the No, yeah, not at all. all. Not at all. Not at all. But we just want to back the manager, back the players and achieve a dream that's what we all set out to do come on you stags let's get three points on saturday and we'll see you at the same time next week thanks very much for watching thanks very much for listening this is the mansfield matters podcast and it's clear why because mansfield matters not to me not to cam not to nathan not to simon no we're not doing that we're not doing that you know why um superstitions mansfield matters to all of us please boys prove it see you next week thanks for watching
never, ever, ever out of a fight until you draw your last breath. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.